The Leap Foundation proudly presents the Meet the Mentor podcast with Dr. Bill Dorfman. Dr. Bill is a TV host, New York Times bestselling author, two-time Guinness World Book record holder, fitness guru, celebrity cosmetic dentist, and philanthropist who founded the Leap Foundation. Here's Dr. Bill. Hey, Dr. Bill here. We're about to do another great Meet the Mentor with a friend of mine who I'll introduce in just a second. Why do we do these? Well, we initially started doing this because Leap Week draws in these amazing speakers. I mean, in the past, we've had Jason Alexander, Usher, Paula Abdul, Mark Wahlberg, Michael Strahan, Hannah Brown, Kathy Bates, Anthony Hopkins, Apollo Ono. I mean, on and on and on and on and on. And we thought, you know, this material is so good. We can't just leave it at Leap. So we put it online and then I met John and we made these into these amazing podcasts and the podcast hit the market and blew up. I mean, we're in the top two and a half percentile of all podcasts worldwide. And each week we kind of scour the universe to find somebody cool and unique to talk about. So just so you know, Leap Week this year will be July 17th to the 23rd. It will be live. Uh, We're hoping to have at least 450 students live and thousands and thousands and thousands of you guys virtually. If you want more information, go to leapfoundation.com. And I hope to see you there. And in the meantime, let's talk about Natasha. So Natasha Adamo is a writer motivational speaker, and relationship expert. Natasha is renowned as an international high-performance and executive coach with clients in over 30 countries around the world. Her clientele includes celebrities, politicians, public figures, professional athletes, CEOs, and entrepreneurs. Her blog has reached over 2 million readers and helped them improve their lives. Her latest book, Win Your Breakup, shows you how to be the one that got away. She shows you how to choose to walk away from toxicity and stop trying to be the person that people don't want and try to be the person that somebody does want. It's with great pleasure that I introduce you to Natasha, the win your breakup woman. How are you? I'm doing so well. Thanks for having me, Dr. Bill. Oh, thank you. So let's just start right into this. What came first, your writing, your blog, your books? Like, what was the very first thing that you kind of got into that launched your career? Uh, The first thing that I got into was I I just started a blog. I was in a really low place in my life uh, financially. And I know unbeknownst to everyone, even in my closest circle, I was Uber driving to make ends meet. I would wake up at four in the morning and this isn't, you know, when I was 19 years old, I had a college degree. I was in my late twenties. I just had gotten to a point where, um, I was in debt. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Nothing seemed like it was fulfilling me. But I had gotten to a place in my life where I was no longer being shortchanged relationally. I was no longer a doormat. I figured out a way to not let things that would usually detonate me permeate to the point of paralysis. And I figured it out through a lot of, you know, surviving myself, a lot of 
different life experiences that, you know, we've all been through, but I went online and basically what, what motivated me to start the blog was to answer every question I ever asked Google at my lowest, most lonely and confused states and could not find the answers to in regard to self-help, dating and relationship advice, stuff like that. First of all, I love the Uber thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, like in life, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do to get by. You've so, got to do You know, and like I have the utmost respect that you would get in a car and start doing Uber, right? And I love that as you're driving, you're thinking about all these things that you kind of wish you could share with people. So you start this blog, right? Yeah. And the blog goes out. Give me kind of an example of two or three of the things that you started talking about in your blog that inspired people to start hiring you as a coach. Like well, what were the first like big topics? That's that's a great question. And, you know, I think this is really important to drive home to the listeners right now. I think you want to, there was a lot, there was a myriad of things that I, Natasha Adamo wanted to talk about, but what I did because I could not afford at the time search engine optimization experts, I couldn't afford marketing experts. And I wanted to hit and reach as many people as possible. I did the work. I found out what people, I would do the research, keyword research, and I found out what people were searching for the most in regard to self-help relationship. And, and what was it? I'm and curious. It was basically how to be the one that got away, how to win breakups with toxic exes, family members, friends, how to implement boundaries, how to love yourself when you really don't like yourself at all, how to stop self sabotage, stuff like that. You know, it's crazy. There's a thing I always say at Leap is self-talk is so important. We typically say meaner, more detrimental things to ourselves than we would ever allow anybody to say. I you know, if somebody else came off the street and started saying some of the things I say to myself, I, I, I'd like, I'd want to punch him or something. You know what I mean? And, you know, it's really important to love yourself and say nice things to yourself. You know, once in a while, I'll, I'll just catch myself and say, good job, Bill. You know, and you got to do that, right? You have to do it. You have to. It's hard to initially implement. But I mean, I would be in trouble with the law if I treated someone else the way I have treated myself and spoke to someone else the way I had spoken. I, I, I get it. And you know what else I always tell students? We compare our deepest, darkest insides to everybody else's bright, sunny outside. You know, oh, yeah. we yeah, look yeah. at people and think, oh my gosh, they don't have a problem in the world. Look how happy they are. Look how successful. We don't know what they suffer with. We know what we suffer with. So I think these are all great points. So you go ahead and you start this blog. It becomes really popular. How did you first get approached to coach? Uh, well, I had some readers reach out to me, ask if, you know, I offered one-on-one -on -one advice, but the, the big thing that happened was I had a celebrity reach out to me that said, you know, I've been a fan of yours for many months. I see that you live in Los Angeles. What can I do to hire you one-on-one? -on -one? And 
Bill, I, I thought it was a practical joke. Once I did my due diligence, I realized it wasn't. I met with this person who at the time had a therapeutic staff of seven people, one person, including someone that I've looked up to for many, many years. Uh, fast forward to today, it's just that person and I, and that person was the biggest catalyst in getting me to offer the coaching. She said, you know, I have access to who, whoever I want. I've worked with the best of the best and you really change and save my life. You, you are doing what you were put on the planet to do. And I can tell you love what you do. You've got to offer this. So I put a little coaching tab on my blog and it really blew up. I have clients telephonically in over 30 countries. And wow. the key is to really just give what you wish you had. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. You don't need, I think too many people worry about how can I be revolutionary and, you know, come up with something so unique that it ends up sabotaging them in some way. If you look at, you know, the best of the best, many people would argue that Tony Robbins, for instance, is the best in self-help, let's just say. Well, Tony, I mean, he takes a lot of concepts that have been around for many years, but he delivers them in a way that he can only deliver that is unique to him. So that's kind of, you know, what I have done as far as just really being conscious of what do I wish that I had and giving that with all the love in my heart in my own unique way. And part of that does come from self-love because if you don't love yourself, the way you give to the world will just be an emulation of someone else because you don't have enough confidence in yourself. Did you have, I mean, obviously th this wasn't what your education was in. I mean, this right. was like really like you sharing life experience. Did you ever have any kind of training at all in doing this coaching or any of this? Or I've was never, it all empirically learned? I've never had any coaching. I've never taken a psychology class. I've never, I'm not certified or licensed in anything. And, you know, I don't say that braggadociously. I really don't. If you read my work, clearly I, you know, I was in need of it at some point. I still may be in need of it. However, um, and I was very ashamed of it for a while. You know, my college degree is in English and philosophy. Um, and as long as, you know, I was very upfront about it, which I always am, the shame kind of started to wear off when I realized I have an education. It's just experiential. It's not from formal training. It's not scholastic. And, um, you know, I've, I've survived myself. I've survived my own life experiences. We all have, we all have something to give, but for me, you know, true healing came by realizing that you continue to heal when you help others heal. And so, um, a lot of people I look up to in the field, you know, they, they're not, uh, not all of them are credentialed and, and that's okay. And also I realized that going that route would limit me in ways that, you know, I, I don't need to be limited in because I'm, I'm very good when I'm not edited or not withheld by any kind of law, you know, laws or ethics or anything like that. So, so, so as you're driving this, the, the, this Uber and you're <laughs> starting to think, okay, I, Natasha have all this information that the world needs. How does one start a blog? Like wh what do you do? H how did that all just get started? That's such a great question. You know, you just got to execute it. Passion, it's a great thing to have, but it's nothing without execution. No, but I mean, so like, I have no idea. Like, <laughs> I know I have a blog. Yeah, I don't yeah. do anything. Like, I, I have writers that, like, interview me. And write. Like, how does one 
from square one, like if I have a student right here and, and they're listening to this and they say, I want to do what Natasha did, what do you do? Like, do you Google blog and then just like click on a link? And like, I, I have no idea. How do you do it? So you can get a website designed or you can design one on your own, um, you know, if funds are limited. But my biggest piece of advice is do Google offers many tools where you can do keyword research. You can go on a tool called SEMrush, S-E-M Rush. You can actually look up what people are searching for in regard to the topics that you want to blog about. And you can curtail the subject matter and what you are writing um, to that so that it shows up more on the search engines. That but where did you, so all of your blogs are on your website or do you put them, like, where do you put them? Yeah, all of, on my website, natashadamo.com, there's a section, there's a blog section and every post I've ever written is on there. And, and then how do people, like if you're doing, you know, uh, something on toxic breakups, how do you get that topic out so that it's searchable and people can see it and then go to your website to read your blog? Well, you know, you, you got to make sure that you're, it's a clear, concise message and that, you know, you've done the research to look up what keywords specifically people are searching for. And the, the other thing is consistency. A lot of people have blogs and they figure out how to launch it and then they get so exhausted, they don't stay consistent with putting out material. And, you know, then if they do stay consistent, they get a little fatigued and then they become kind of robotic in the way that they express themselves. And as far as blog posts go, you know, I'm very fortunate. I write the way that I speak. For a lot of people, it's hard when they start writing, they, they sound a lot more formal or they sound different. My, my greatest advice I can give people who want to start a blog, the iPhone it's got or any smartphone has a great feature called voice memo. Think about a topic you want to write about. Go on a walk outside in nature. Get some fresh air. Imagine that someone you care about is in pain and they don't understand what it is you want to help them with. And just, just talk into your phone. Just tell them exactly what you would tell them if they were sitting across the table for you from you and then transcribe it. It makes the writing sound so much more organic and less forced. Good, good, good advice. So your blog goes out, it's up and running. How long did it take before people started calling you and saying, you know, Natasha, do you pr do private coaching? Oh, gosh, it took about 18 months. It took a while of consistent um, dedication and focus, discipline, hard work. And, you know, people were liking what they were reading so much that they were saying, okay, this resonates with me. I got to get a hold of this person. And, you know, what's funny is my readers really turned me into a coach. I didn't start a blog thinking I was right. And then how did you even know how to charge? Like, you know, I mean, here you're doing this blog, like, by the way, while you were writing the blog, was there any way for you to monetize that? Um, not at first, because I had I did have very limited traffic. As traffic increased, I did do AdSense, which helped pay the bills. Um, however, when the coaching took off, you know, I'm very conscious as far as pricing goes of I'm not going to charge all this money. And, you know, what's my experience? What's this? What's that? So the, the cost went up as things 
took off a little bit. But where did you even know to start? Did you like look at what other people were charging as coaches or you just you know, pulled a number out of a hat? Like, I mean, I wouldn't even know if, if somebody said to me, hey, Dr. Bill, I, I love, you know, the stuff that you teach at Leap. I want to hire you to be like a coach for our team. I wouldn't even know where to start. That's such a great question. I mean, you know, a lot of it for me, I was just at such a place in my life where I had no choice but to just execute. I looked at, okay, Natasha, I don't have a long, you know, history of this. I've had the blog for so many months. And I really, I started out at $60 an hour. That's what I started out as. And one thing that I, if I could give, you know, some advice as far as that goes to the readers listening right now, I always keep people locked in at the rate that they found me. That's just how I do business. Um, For me, business is very personal. I'm not going to be doing this coaching forever as the business has expanded. You know, things have changed quite a bit. However, um, keep the business personal. People appreciate it. And um, I know just seeing you, I mean, I was literally Uber driving to pay for my annual to come see you. And I did that and I, I loved it. And it was worth every penny every time I go in because you made it an experience. You are an experienced curator. You're not just coming in and cleaning the teeth. You actually care. And when you're in the presence of someone who you know loves what they do, it's a beautiful thing. It's very inspiring. Oh, thank you. All right. So we start off with a, with a Uber. Then we morph into a blog writer. Then we become a corporate coach and then author. How'd that happen? That happened by getting back in touch with a dear friend of mine, Greg Barrett, who wrote, he's just not that into you. He sold like over 5 million books. He's incredible. Uh, We got back in touch when I found out he had cancer and I reached out to him and we were just both at points in our lives where we needed each other to kind of just motivate each other a little bit, I guess, because it's scary. You can when you're building a business, I don't know if you've experienced this, but it can get to a point where it plateaus a bit and you get a little comfortable and you get scared to take the next step. And that's when, you know, it really matters to have that positive self-talk like you were talking about. And if you have any people in your corner that can, you know, push you and motivate you, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's icing on the cake. But he told me, he said, you know, you, you've got to put out a book. And he ended up being the only editor I have on the book. And I'm just so honored and so proud. So that's what it was. It was a culmination of the business, almost just plateauing. And there was a demand. People were asking, you know, there, there's only so much you can do with a million blog posts. They want it all in a book, but I didn't want my book at all to be a regurgitation of the blog. I wanted it to be very, very different while also incorporating some of the concepts. So tell me what else is going on in the world of Natasha, besides (laughs) the blog, besides the book, what else? And the coaching, obviously. Yeah. I mean, on a personal level, I just had a baby um, a few days ago. So that's been- Wait, a few days ago? Yeah. yeah. How many days ago? (laughs) Um, just over two weeks. Wow. Congratulations, boy or girl. It's a girl. It's a girl. And you know how great girls are. Yeah. Cause you know, I raised three of them. What's her name? Her name is Roya. Roya. So sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going on and just in book launch mode right now completely. But, you know, every day I wake up with the intention of just giving what I wish I had. 
And it makes things so much easier because I'm out of my own, you know, self-obsession. I'm out of my own head. I'm living to serve. And that's a beautiful thing when you can do that. But for anyone listening, I would really, really say, don't try to go all out. Don't, you know, stay in your own lane. There's a reason why they put blinders on racehorses so they can stay in their own lane and they can win. You know, if they look to the side, they fall over and don't try so hard to wow. Try so hard to connect, create meaningful connections. That's what success is not, you know, just trying to be seen and heard. No, that's so good. And if I have students that, you know, want to get a hold of you, what's the best way to do it on your Instagram, Twitter, your website? Oh, yeah. On Instagram, my website, definitely Twitter, anything like that, they can get a hold of me. And, you know, I also I'm, I'm so happy to help anyone that wants to take a leap <laughs> and um, really just take ownership of their own life. And there's a beautiful thing when you can be in business for yourself and it's very empowering. You know, it's, it's incredibly empowering. And I just tried to help people in my line of work reach emotional entrepreneurism. Um, because if you're not an emotional entrepreneur, you actually will never succeed in uh, professional entrepreneurism. Such great advice. Natasha, thank you so much. Um, if you want to reach her on Instagram, it's just her name, Natasha Adamo, A-D-A-M-O, same on Twitter. And her website is natashaadamo.com. Uh, Natasha, thank you so much. And I would love to have you come uh, this summer as a mentor to the mentor workshop on Friday and, you know, and meet students one-on-one -on -one and, and talk to them. So if you're available, I'll have James reach out to you and set that up. I would absolutely love it. And, you know, Dr. Bill, thank you so much for all that you're doing and all that you give. And I see people who have one fraction of the success that you have, and they're showboating in ways that are just it's disgusting. And you have spun your success into gold by giving back. And thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Hey, Dr. Bill, over and out. To learn more about the Leap Foundation, go to leapfoundation.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash leapfoundation or on Instagram at leapfoundation. Listen to the Meet the Mentor podcast with Dr. Bill Dorfman on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.